Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, support the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast. I am Jonathan Cornell. I'm joined by Randy Andy Danson. Hello, Pete. Hey. How are you? I am good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Drove, yeah, drove up here this morning. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. Going to good. Going out with the lady partner after this. So, yeah. Ooh, where to? Very exciting. We're going to something that you just described as very boring, <laughs> the Science Gallery. Don't people break the curtain, man. Uh, which is next to the Shard, and it's, it's like a smaller museum, and they've got a big exhibition on the effects of anxiety. See, that is not boring. Mm. What you said is, we're going to a gallery. I mm. assumed art gallery. Oh, art That's gal- boring. Art galleries my are boring. Opinion. Anyone who likes art galleries, you're boring. No. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like modern art. No, I don't either. Because no. I can't. I don't. I don't. I, and I appreciate the people who, who have a brain who can go and look at something and go, mm. "Oh, that means that." But I look at that and go, "That looks terrible." That looks like paint. Yes, there was a. Uh, I went to one in Nottingham once, mm-hmm. and there was a big green sheet of paper on the floor, not paper like felt. Mm-hmm. And people were walking past it, and you could see everyone sort of all these kind of art nerds kind of nodding their heads. And after a while, someone who clearly was like, that's not art, walked up to it and lifted it up and it turned out the actual artwork was underneath the piece of felt. <laughs> and all these people were going, yes, yes, green felt. And there was another, there was another uh, piece on the wall which was just someone who had coloured in an entire A4 piece of paper with a pencil. And that, and that was the art. That is art. Because that, that means they were bored. Yeah. I mean, mm. I, I've done that. Yeah. I used to do that on my Nintendo DS when I was bored. I used mm. to just colour in the bottom screen because I could. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'm an artist. Yeah, maybe I am. But they're, no, they're, they're, so they've got an exhibition at the moment on uh, anxiety and the effect on the society, mm-hmm. which I think is very That's interesting because I think it's it like, is very interesting. Everyone, yeah, um, totally. So uh, yeah, no, I'll be. I'm looking forward to that, and then. Uh, Hopefully she'll let me watch the football later. <laughs> and that's the important bit. Yes, really. exactly. Um, I mean, as has been revealed on the WrestleTalk podcast previously with mm. Ollie and I also think maybe Luke, um, I've, I've, do- I've done a, a, a song, a rap song, mm. uh, that is titled Anxiety. Ooh, so that sounds edgy. That, that, it's, yeah, it's quite serious. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that, that would actually very interest me going mm. to a, a thing about uh, It kind of finishes stuff. next Sunday, so if you're going to go... Go now, or mm. before next Sunday at least. Where it's, to? So it's right next to the Shard. Okay, um, that's not so, far. So if you're yeah. in London, look up. You'll see the Shard. <laughs> walk just, to, just look up walk anywhere. towards it. For those who don't know, the Shard is the largest or tallest building in the UK. And is it the tallest building in Europe? I think it either is or was very briefly. Oh, maybe. But it's, yeah, certainly not the tallest in the world, as that is the oh, Burj yeah. Khalifa in it is. Uh, Abu Dhabi. Is it Abu Dhabi? Dubai. Or is it Dubai. What's the difference? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the difference. Uh, <laughs> Abu Dhabi is the capital. I thought you were Mr. Geography Man. You should know that. Abu, Abu Dhabi is the capital of the United Arab Emirates. Yes. And Dubai. Dubai is in Qatar, which is a no, different country. Dubai's not in Qatar. Dubai is also in the United Arab Emirates. Maybe I'm the racist one. <laughs> yeah. 
See, I because I, I was like, I'm pretty sure they're in the same place, but I think they're very close to each other. I thought I I always thought you no. Know, uh, the capital of Qatar. Qatar is Doha. Oh, yes. Well, you know, my dad once did some work for the Queen of Qatar. There that is in fact a story. He wrote a speech for her. Mm. Um, yeah. So there you go. Well, the, the, more, the more you know, you don't come to the Rest Talk Podcast for education, no, but education exactly. is what we give you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before, before we get into the main show, I've got a quick email here from uh, Marcelino, aka the Cosmic Anvil, mm. uh, who says, Dear Pete, and most likely Andy, uh, I want to say thanks for all the content you make, especially in these times when, when we swaffed under members are literally on fire. Crying with laughter emoji. Uh, it's been disheartening, especially with all the distraction and sadness. I live in Adelaide, so luckily we've been we've been safe. But places like Canberra are so bad that at one point it had the most toxic air in the world, leading to many people, including some of my friends, ending up in the emergency. Thank you for raising awareness on your platform, Marcelino. Well, yes, no, absolutely, and uh, I mean it's not being reported as much in the news. I d- I don't know whether that's because the fires are slowly starting to kind of be kept under control or whether it's just one of those things where this is a massive news story for a week and then they kind of forget about it. Yeah. Like we had the whole Iran stuff last week and then mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan decided that they didn't <laughs> want to be too royal anymore and that was the entire front page <laughs> of every news website. Yeah. Um, but I saw a uh, there's a subreddit called Unethical Life Pro Tips mm-hmm. and I'm by the way and 100% not making light of the situation in Australia. Mm-hmm. But um, there is a, a fact known about uh, koalas that the, there is a 20% chance that a koala has chlamydia. Right. Um, so the uh, ethical life pro tip was that uh, if, you are, if you've saved a koala, but you've also been cheating on your wife and have managed to get chlamydia, then you can just blame the koala. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you've saved a koala and you're keeping it in your house... But you've also been, like, adulterous <laughs> and managed to catch uh, a, a Baron Corbin, then you can just go, it was, it was the koala. And, you're, and you can show your wife the proof on the internet that koalas can have chlamydia. That is... There was a member of One Direction who once caught chlamydia from a koala. <laughs> I think it was Louis. <laughs> or Niall. Niall Koala. Well, while you look that up, yeah. best wishes to everyone in Australia... Because, like we said, it's not been in the news as much over here for whatever reason, which it definitely should be. And I hope everyone's safe and everyone can be all right going forwards because it's not the best situation. Uh, But while you're finishing looking that up, we should get into the main show where we're going to be talking about a huge WWE return on SmackDown. Here's the show. Let's talk about this segment. Yes. Because th- this was... It's a segment, not just a return, it's a whole it is, segment. It's, a, it's an entire main event segment as well. Uh, but this, I've already seen some comments in the chat, don't worry, I've been keeping tabs on it. And I've seen some people saying this isn't a huge return, and people saying it's clickbait and all that stuff. From my perspective, it is a huge return. Not necessarily saying that Robert Roode, because spoilers, it's Robert Roode that returned. What? I know. Oh, I should have um, watched it. I know. I'm not saying that he's a huge star. I'm not saying, you know, this is going to no. change the needle for SmackDown or anything. But this was in the main event of SmackDown, and he's part of the most promoted angle, the most promoted feud on SmackDown that maybe, you know, fiend Brian possibly up there. But this is a feud that's gone on for ages. He's been an integral part of it. Mm-hmm. 
He was taken out with Roman Reigns attacking him. They came back and they beat up Roman Reigns and they left him lying where Robert, like in a mirror of what happened to Robert Roode before. For me, that's a pretty huge angle. That's a pretty Mm. big, significant return of SmackDown. So that's why I called it a huge WWE return. That's, That's not me trying to be misleading. I was like you. When Pete said huge return, I was like, come on, it's Robert Roode. Mm-hmm. And then he explained it, and I went, yeah, actually, good point. You've got a point there. That is, that is because just because the person isn't the biggest, I mean, it's not Edge returning, but it, yeah. it's it's in the main event. Yeah. It's in the main event that's been in the main... It's, it's been the main event of SmackDown for, like, <laughs> That's months. been the opening and closing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, I know he's not the biggest star... But he came back, made a big impact, and actually beat up Roman Reigns, whereas most of the time Roman Reigns gets beat up a bit, but then gets gets sort of gets back at whoever exactly. it was. He actually successfully attacked Roman yeah, Reigns. Yeah, which is a pretty spine big deal. Busted Roman uh, mm-hmm. onto a table and helped Dolph kind of put him through the table. Yeah. So I think you've I got think to sort good. of not just see it at face value, you've got to think about the sort of what goes on around the return as well as just the moment of, oh, look, it's Robert Roode It's again. this person, yes. Because, yeah, when I saw Robert Roode, I, was, I, I mean, I was expecting it to happen because his wellness policy violation suspension <laughs> is now over. Yeah. Or, well, no, wait, he's just about recovered from that table falling on top of him. Yes. Um, which, by the way, means if you want to keep uh, consistent, Roman Reigns shouldn't be seen till Roman Reigns is out of the Rumble. Roman Reigns is out of the Rumble. Yeah. Unless Sorry, guys. he's the big dog, which he mm. is, which means he can come back even quicker. My favourite part was how the ref just kind of went, you're right under there, Roman. And he was like, probably, yeah. We should talk about the segment as a whole before <laughs> we get to the specifics of things. So this was <laughs> this was the main event angle of the show. It was. Uh, and it was the Usos versus King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. It started off mm. with Roman Reigns coming out and him saying, you know what, 2019 wasn't great for me. I got jumped a lot. I got embarrassed by Corbin and his crew, yada, yada. Uh, I've always had people who've had my back. I was like, have you? Yeah. No one has are, ever come to your aid well before. well known for being beaten up for several minutes without anyone helping you. Yeah. Uh, but now, he didn't need friends. He needed family. And that's, he's going to go on. And he's going to mm. win the Rumble. He's going to main event WrestleMania again with the Usos at his side. And then he calls, brings out the Usos and the Usos come out and they come down and they go day one-ish. Yeah. The best part of this was how he went, 2020 is going to be my year. Crowd went, yeah. I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I'm going to wrestle main event WrestleMania for the fifth time. Uh, <laughs> it was a really decreasing enthusiasm from the crowd there. <laughs> but good for him. And he's still he's still much more over than he has been any other years. Because last year, that would have got... Well, he wasn't there this this time last year. But okay, yeah. let's say two years ago, that would have got a... Boo! boo yeah. Year before, boo! Yeah. At least this year, it's a kind of semi... Ah, we want to cheer you, but don't do that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So the the Usos came out with not as good haircuts as they left with. Um, not that I can talk, but um, okay. Yeah. So uh, no, and to be honest, it was good to see them back. But yeah, um, was. they did a bit of rapping uh, and then were in- interrupted by uh, interrupted by King Corbin because they were doing you know day one ish, etc. Mm. Uh, and before they got to say welcome to the Uso Penitentiary, it was uh, King Corbin came out and then he said some stuff about big dog family, I'm going to beat up the big dog's little bitches. Yeah, he said, you're scared of me and you're hiding from me in the rumble. So Roman was like, well, if you think that, then let's have a match one-on-one at the rumble. So, yeah. So So it's probably going to be Roman v. Corbin 
at Royal Rumble, and then they're probably going to have an interaction yeah. in the Rumble match itself yeah. because this feud can never. And ever you'll end. know that they were in a match the other night because they'll run down going, "Ooh, yeah, yeah." I think Roman will be Selling as he comes out. Elbow. He'll walk out and he'll go, "Oof." Yeah, he'll go, and then yeah, Corbin will kind of limp a bit and rub his shoulder, and then mm-hmm. there'll there'll be an interaction. And I imagine Roman will throw Corbin out, probably, and Lesnar, and then he'll win. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, the match finally starts of Usos uh, v. Corbin and Ziggler. Uh, this was a really confusing match, I thought, because yeah. it started off and it was fine. Usos were in control a little bit, doing some of their offense. It was nice to see Usos doing their stuff again. But then, out of nowhere, the Revival come out. It's like, why are you here? Yes. The commentators were like, oh, you know, the Revival, part of King Corbin's, uh, the people that he's with. Like, yeah. Are they? They've, they they were there it. before when they were feuding with New Day. But, like, why are they here now? Heels. Hashtag. Hashtag heels, I guess. They come out, cause a distraction, which causes Roman Reigns to come out. Where had he gone? Even though he was already out there anyway, he then left when the match started, I guess. Yeah. And then he came back out with music and everything. He did one Superman punch that took out both Dawson so and Wilder. My two theories are either that he did a punch that went, like... A- Across like speaking that. to a mic, like I know, but it's hard. That kind of went across <laughs> like punch, punch. Yeah. Or he punched the, my or like Dawson's head into yeah. Wilder's into head. Wilder's head. Because if it in my head, you would have been knocked out. That's true. Yeah. Um. Well, but, that's what happened to them. Yeah. Because they were never seen again after this that one Superman it. punch. They were gone. Um. So then Reigns is now there after an ad break. Reigns is at ringside. Mm. Why couldn't you have just had Reigns at? ringside after the promo he especially cut especially after he talked about people having his back <laughs> yeah. this is my family this is my family uh, you guys have a match I'm out yeah um, so yeah Re- Reigns is now at ringside and then after a little bit of a schmoz which kind of was really quick and then suddenly Reigns hits a spear on Corbin yeah DQ ding 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 what what I was, uh, I was really taken what, aback what kind of ruined this match a bit for me to start off with I'm not saying it was a bad match but when I kind of hovered over the screen, I saw there was like eight minutes left. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, this isn't going to be an eight-minute match. Some, this is going to be an inter. I mean, I kind of knew it was going to be interference because yeah. of the match that it was. But when you see that a main event has only got less than ten minutes left, you're thinking, well, this is just going to feel a bit rushed. Yeah. Um, and it was. It yeah, feel so, so Roman, Roman hits the spear, ding, ding, DQ, and then... Robert Roode comes out from out of nowhere... Comes out and he starts attacking. Roman hits a glorious DDT on the outside. Takes off a shirt. He's jacked, by the way. He really is. It's all... No, I'm not going to say <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, so then... Uh, yeah, so he's back and then they, they start beating up on Roman. Usos are still out from um, something. Corbin hits a deep six. That's right. On, on one, one of, them. of them. Yeah. Uh, and I think Ziggler the other... Ziggler hit a super kick yeah, on one I th- of them? Yeah, I think one of them gets super kicked. But yeah. So, yeah, so... Roman gets th- it's all kind of muddled yeah Roman so. gets thrown into Robert Roode who kind yes. of spins him into a like a slap a, a bit of a slappy uh, spine buster sort of yes. straight onto the table oh that looked horrible by the way because I'm pretty sure the table was supposed to break from the spine yeah, buster be- partic- and it didn't particularly because <laughs> Ziggler's elbow drop looks so naff <laughs> after that he just got up on the table, did this sort of standing elbow drop just to and make he, he sure. He does it sometimes in the ring, just yeah, to kind of just, just, just standing Just elbow to make drop. sure that the table broke. Yeah. Uh, which it did. Um, and, then we, and then it cut away to them all celebrating. And then it cut back 
and they were like Roman was under everything like, <laughs> who did has Roman they, grabbed stuff and they, they put showed, it on top of himself they were too busy showing a replay yeah. of the spine buster and then uh, Ziggler's elbow dropped through the table then when we came back yeah Roman Reigns has been buried underneath the table and a chair and all sorts of stuff and in no, a mirror of what <laughs> happened to Robert Roode before yeah um it was all right, wasn't it? It was fine. No, it, it's a it's a fun spot being buried under stuff um, yeah. because it looks a lot worse than it is. It's one totally. of, it's one of those things where you can kind of do it and you think, oh wow, that looks terrible, but actually it's some MDF plywood and a couple of office chairs. Yeah, um, I think I think even I could sort of sustain that for a few minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and it's fun because it mirrored the spot that kind of put Rude out. And if Roman's back next week, then it puts him over as like, uh, oh, well, he doesn't need a month and a mm-hmm. few days to, uh, to kind of recover from this. Yeah, um, a week is rude. Am yeah, I right, lads? Exactly. Um, but it looks like this feud will continue. Yes, it will. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw at least two or three of these people in the Elimination Chamber as well. Oh, totally, yeah, um, yeah, 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 for sure. So, I, I don't know if Rude had the best threats when he was kind of mouthing off to Reigns after he hit Glorious DDT. He goes, look at your family. I'm back. Are those two things linked, or is that just like two? Full stop. Look at yeah. your family. Full stop. Oh, by the way, I'm also back. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, I thought it was a pretty, pretty muddled and overbooked main event. It was. But Robert Roode's back, and it was a coolish return. There was a nice little spot for it. Yeah. I'm just really over this feud. Like, yeah. Really over it, no. and I'm and I'm really, really hoping that Royal Rumble is the end of it, because then it's only like a couple of weeks away. Got a couple more weeks of big dog and dog food and whatever else, and then hopefully, after probably Reigns wins the Rumble, they can just go about their separate ways, yeah. and I Corbin mean, can do something with better material. Look forward to at least a few more weeks of variations of this six man, mm-hmm. maybe with another baby face chucked in there. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, Name one, quickly. Shorty G. Yeah, Shorty G or, or Ali, Ali or someone like that. Th- this is going to be the the kind of... It'll, it'll be Reigns and the Usos versus those three next week, probably. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll be the Usos versus... I, I reckon it's going to be Usos versus uh, Rudin Ziggler next week. Mm. And then week after, it'll be the six-man with Corbin okay. and Reigns as well. Because yeah. it's really different. When you add in those extra two people. Absolutely. Mm, I can't, so different. Well, I can't wait for that to main event the next two SmackDowns. Let's see what you guys thought. Let's get into some Susu Super Chats, or in this case, Susu Super Chat. Uh, Flame Inc. said, uh, WWE needs to stop using stars who have been retired slash quit. WWE should build up their current stars and stop using and stop expecting old stars to help ratings. I think he's referring to Edge. That's my suspicion. I think he's referring to John Morrison. But also, he's not retired or quit. He was doing stuff elsewhere. No, no, no. John Morrison is still very much a good and very physically impressive wrestler i'm not saying totally. Ed, edge isn't but uh no i'm just referring to edge it, it looks like uh, he may, may well have been cleared for at least one match the uh, mm. ever reliable wrestle votes tweeted yesterday so you think you know me yes. which as uh, many people know is the start of edge's 
entrance music. Um, and he's often done this in the past to kind of hint at storylines that he knows are about to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Edge could be coming back. So uh, if you've got, got any thoughts on that one, let us know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you do because I, I have several thoughts. Yes. But. I mean, I, I, I could do without it, but I, I think it, if it happens, I'll still be excited. Oh, I, I'm going to be so excited if it happens, but I only want it to happen if he's ready to do it. Let's get into the full review of the show. Whoa. So the show kicked off with uh, Miz TV, which I thought was a really smart choice because I feel yep. like the Miz story was kind of the most intriguing one from last week's show. Mm-hmm. So it's a good choice just to kind of open up with this one just straight away. Miz came out and I thought he did a really good job of being uh, the heel who thinks he's a babyface. Yes, And absolutely. he was kind of hamming it up to the crowd saying, you know what, I just had a bad day last week, referring to him attacking Kingston after yeah. the bell. My emotions came through and he apologizes to Kofi and says, you know, I didn't mean it and all that stuff. I thought he did a wonderful job of yep. being there because then he completely undermined his apology by then saying, but I have been going through a lot, so it's yeah. kind of okay that I did it. Yeah, and but it's almost, you can kind of relate to that anyway because there's definitely been days where I've been just in a bad mood and someone's gone, oh, come on, cheer up. And that's just made me feel even More worse. More angry, because, yeah, totally. And so it, it, it's just a genuine emotion that people go through. And so people, people, at the moment, at the beginning, I was kind of thinking, oh, no, are they backtracking on this? Because yeah, I was actually yeah, yeah. convinced by the way he was kind of doing it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it felt like the right way to do this because it's it's the sort of, it's not the full, oh, you guys, you're all rubbish you'll suck yeah so it wasn't like that that kind of heel turn that's so obvious that you can't miss it it was the him trying to kind of explain himself and i think he was trying to convince himself mm, that he was same. still yeah. a baby face as well yeah it was great um he uh he then uh, brings out john morrison who kind of does a big kind of woo return randy says, Danson, fourth of uh, january i reckon next week morrison will be on Miz tv i'm so clever mm, so sometimes smart, i just you? I'll do myself. Anyway, yeah, no, carry on. Great. Uh, Morrison came out, did his thing with the pyro. No slow mo though on his entrance. I was disappointed Shocking. by that. It's one of my main notes. I was like, although he's a heel, he is a heel. So you can't can't have that. Uh, but he calls. Uh, he comes out, and I said, you can both tell that they're heels because they're wearing sunglasses indoors. Oh, yeah, that is pretty Just bad. Saying. Um, Miz throws to a video package for Morrison and says, hey, in case you forgot who John Morrison is, here's all the things that have happened to him. Which I think is quite clever mm-hmm. because John Morrison last wrestled, when was it? 20... Early 2010s. 11? 2012? Yeah, I want to say early 20, 2010s. Yeah. So there, uh, there'll be quite a lot of the in younger... WWE, you mean. Yeah, sorry. the younger audience who won't know who yeah, he is. Yeah, who don't know. Who yeah. will have seen him last week and gone... Dad, who's that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was a good little package, and it, it kind of reminds you of what he's uh, what he's about. Yeah, and uh, he actually cut a half decent promo. There were some bits I thought he was kind of faltering a little bit. Yeah. There were some bits I thought they were actually quite funny. Yeah, I thought like I thought that he came across as a bit nervous. Yes. Maybe just because it's his first time. I, I, I think so long. that's generally how he used to cut promos as well. I don't think he's super confident mm. on the mic necessarily. Um, but he was saying, you know, they were filming the WWE Chronicle for his return at the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, and he was going to be uh, carried down by a load of little dogs. You can only have little dogs because there, there can only be one big dog, as we know. Nah. But that was a nice little comment. Um, and he's saying, but you know what? It got to a point where you just need to be there. 
for yeah. one of your best friends. Absolutely. So that's why he came back before the Rumble, which I thought was a really nice way of him having a an anticlimactic return mm. of, you know, last week he was just in a backstage segment, but it almost makes sense for the story because he's saying, well, I should have come back at the Rumble and had all the fanfare, had all the, the crazy yeah. pyro and whatever else, but I decided to come back for my friend which is why you only just yeah. see me backstage, which I thought was I thought was great. It was a really nice justification for it. Um, but then, but then Morrison flips the switch and yeah. he goes, "You know what? I'm disappointed in the WWE universe." <gasps> and he <gasps> takes off the sunglasses as he says it. Oof! And he turns around to all of me and says, "They ch- they were chanting Miz sucks last week yeah. after all the work that he's done for 15 years for all of you, and he's no one thought he could make it as a WWE star, and now he's here and he busts his ass the every Miz week." Is his dad's Fifth favorite wrestler. I know as well. it's crazy. Yeah, Re- Miz Dad returned confirmed. Absolutely, yeah. He's been mentioned now, uh, and then saying why are you disrespecting him, whatever. Yeah. Then he kind of takes it up a little level, and he goes, "Have you ever wrestled? I don't think you've ever wrestled." Talking yeah. to what about the douchebag next to you? Yeah. And then Miz is like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" And just as he's like gone to that next level of insulting the crowd, the New Day come out. Aww. So, so again, it's not an outward. It's just as he got to that level of being yeah. like, you all suck, heel heat. They didn't quite get there yet. He no. just did the first line of it, and then the New Day come out and stuff it, it again. It's it is enough so that it's obvious that they are going to be a heel Absolutely, yes. from now on um, and for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, New Day come out, and Kofi was just like, we don't buy your apology mm-hmm. at all. Uh, you're not. <laughs> Biggie had a great line when he said, you're not a good enough actor. You couldn't even be cast at the tail end of the human centipede, yeah. which I thought was very was- funny. Um, don't Google that. Yeah, don't Google that for kids. Um, and uh, and then they're just saying you suck. Basically, the crowd were right because you're being a you're not yeah. being very respectful with your apology. If you'd have just said I had a bad day, yeah, and, and left it at that, not I had a bad day, but um, yeah. so yeah, they were they were. And unhappy. the new the new day are so good that they do, they, as soon as they say you suck, the whole crowd goes all right. You yeah. suck. You suck. We so, believe yeah. you. Um, yeah. And then yeah, it was. What did he? Miz kind of then turned it back on Kofi. This is Pete's favorite line, by the way. Watch, watch Pete's face as I do this. Genuinely it was, uh, you lost the title quickly. Um, I respect you smiling, especially because you lost it in six seconds. And then Kofi goes, huh, it was eight seconds, actually. Oh, I hate it so much. It doesn't come across. As, I think what WWE thinks that by him going, ha, mate, I know I lost, but I'm making, making fun of it. It makes him look cool. It doesn't. It just makes him look lame, lame. because eight seconds as It's not a long a, time. Eight seconds is not better than six seconds, and I've been told that a lot in my life. <laughs> so trust me, Kofi, it doesn't make you look cool, but no. it feels like they're trying to get it over. They are. Like and he'll it really be the, the eight second man soon or something like that. It it sucks because it shows that he doesn't care. About yeah, it his sounds, yeah, it sounds like he doesn't care that he lost it. Yeah. He doesn't so. care that he lost the title. He's making a, a making light of it, mm-hmm. so the title feels worthless as well. He doesn't care about the reign that he had. And it just it comes across really lame. It's like yeah. the, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Like, I'm a trampoline. Whatever you say to me, just bounce it straight back. <laughs> it's, it's just lame. It's like, yeah. yeah, you lost it in six seconds. You're like, yeah, no, to eight, to idiot. Yeah. You're the idiot, Kofi. God, it really annoys me. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. They say, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. they say Miz is changing. Yeah, they say Miz is changing. He sucks. They have a rematch: Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. Mm. Uh, I thought this was a fun match, but it wasn't quite as good as last week. I thought last week's match was masterful in the storytelling it had. Yeah. I thought this one was fun, but it didn't quite have the same story element to it this time. No. Um, after the break, 
it starts off, sorry, with uh, Biggie and John Morrison on commentary. Um, but then as they go into an ad break, Miz pushes Kingston into Big E. Yeah. All four of them kind of square off and after an ad break. I think this was quite side. clever because Morrison was never going to be able to keep up with Big E on commentary. Totally. Because Big E is just brilliant. Big E's hilarious. So it was yeah. good to kind of let them just say a few bits and then take them off commentary because otherwise it would just become blatantly obvious that mm-hmm. Big E would sort of just own him. Totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then, then yeah, it was. I think that was just a better way of doing it. They mm-hmm. kind of said their bits. Oh, Miz is great. No, Kofi's great. Look at him; he's a legend. All that sort of stuff that yeah. they always say. Um, and yeah, you were sort of then. Then you were kind of just waiting for Morrison to get involved. Yeah, yeah, and he did later on. Um, but there, there were some really nice spots in the match as well. There's a n- nice bit where Kofi was running into the corner. Mm. Miz kind of ducked out the way, and Kofi just jumps up onto the middle rope, immediately jumps onto the top rope, springs off and does a crossbody. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, there was a really nice bit I liked from Miz, uh, from some character work, when he was doing the, the world-famous it kicks. I think you'll find they are the uh, yes <laughs> kicks uh, invented by Daniel Bryan. Yep. Those ones. Um, as he uh, as he went to go do them, he kind of did one and then mm. looked around the crowd who started booing and started chanting like, oh, Miz sucks and all that stuff. Yeah. And he kind of looked a bit like thrown off and he was like, and he's like almost not looking when he does the second mm. one. I, it's a really subtle thing, but I really, really like like the yeah. character work from Miz from it. Uh, Kofi rolls up Miz in the exact same way as he did last week, but Miz kicks out of it and there was an SOS mm. and Miz kicked out again. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Miz got in a figure four, but Kingston manages to get to the edge. And this is where the finish happens, where Biggie goes to check on Kingston on the outside, goes to him, but Miz gets really impatient and he push kicks Kingston, uh, Biggie out the way. It's not like a proper kick, but he yeah. just kind of puts his foot on him and then pushes. <laughs> you actually kicked me under the table. I did, there. yeah. I don't know where your leg was. Why is it, why is it so have, close? I have long legs. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Biggie gets in Miz's face because of that. And he's like, why, are you, why yeah. are you kicking me? And as he's there, John Morrison just does a flip and yeah. lands on Big E. Pete will tell you what it was called. It's a side flip. Side in, flip. In, in parkour, that's what it is. It's Pete a, it's used to a, do parkour. I did. And it's a, it's a, it's a side flip. But yeah. he just landed on Big E. Did he shout parkour as he was doing it? Because that had made it a lot better. No, it wouldn't. And anyone who's done parkour <laughs> will tell you that is literally the most <laughs> annoying thing someone can tell you about parkour. Um, yeah, it didn't really look like a wrestling move. He kind of just did a side <laughs> he just flip. just did a flip and landed on him. And it happened, and he, I mean, he stuck the landing. However, after he did it, mm. and he landed on his feet and just kind of stood there, I was like, oh, he looks awesome. Yeah. After he did the flip, just kind of stands there, standing over Big E. I thought, that looked really cool. Um, and then because of the distraction, Kingston gets distracted. Uh, Miz hits Skull Question Finale for the win. Yep. Um, I thought it was really cool. Uh, puts over Miz and Morrison as kind of a, a gelled unit. Granted, Kingston lost. Not ideal. Uh, sets up Big E versus John Morrison next week, which has been confirmed, uh, which and I'm all right with. Presumably the next SmackDown tag uh, yeah. title feud. Yeah, uh, I mean, SmackDown tag division is actually looking yeah. all right now. Now we've got the return of the Usos. Looking Jack Miz man. and Morrison, New Day, Revival. That's four really good teams right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, the Revival will not be there for much. Well, actually... There are varying reports on this. But yeah. They'll either not be there for much longer or they're going to be there for the next six years. So. Yeah, who can say? Who knows? Um, something that was interesting, I thought, as well, when they were celebrating after the match, Morrison on one rope, uh, on one turnbuckle, Miz on the other. Miz did his old celebration that he used to do when he was part of Miz and Morrison. So instead of doing, like, you know, the point or the hands up or whatever, mm. he did the one where he's got, like, the little finger indents and then just kind of does a slow rise like that. That's oh, what okay. he used to do when he was part he of Miz and Morrison. Kind of like, mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was that. But yeah, he did that instead, which was a nice little, like, throw in. Oh, Ms. Yeah. Morrison, I get it. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that was cool. Uh, after that, I've got these in the wrong order. For, I don't know how I've done it, but okay. I've got these next two segments in the wrong order. So first, I think... No, it was definitely no, five. It was five. It was five. Five. Fun house. house first. I've written it wrong in my edited review that's going up okay. later. Then, yeah, no, it was five. 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 Fun house definitely next. first. Yeah, this I thought was really cool. Five. Five. Fun house I thought was awesome. So, uh, five. Five. Fun house music starts. Bray Wyatt says, uh, talking about the fiend. He, he, where he starts off going like, "Come closer, come closer. I love you." That was, was really nice. Uh, but then he's saying to Daniel Bryan, he said, first, the fiend wanted you to remember." And it, it flashes up clips of him and the Wyatt family and that yeah. whole story. Brian saying, yeah, I'm yours, blah, 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 whatever, pledging allegiance. And how that story ended with him hitting the running knee in the cage, yeah. which to this day, I think is one of the loudest yes chants I've ever heard in my life. It was awesome. And then and then he says, and then he just wanted to change you. And then it cuts the clips of him pulling out Brian's hair in that angle that we had a few mm-hmm. weeks back. And then he's saying, now he just wants to hurt you. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, yeah. I'm in for this. So it's kind of like, I've tried, Daniel. I've tried. Mm-hmm. But you, you just haven't let me. You mm-hmm. just haven't let me in. Haven't let me so in. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I, it was good. It wasn't, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too rambly. It, was, it got to the point nice and quickly. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this match. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how it's booked. I really mm-hmm. hope it's not a classic. The Fiend just gets beaten up for ages and wins. Yeah. Um, I hope there's a bit more to it than that. I don't mind there's a bit of back and forth because Daniel Bryan has enough kind of behind him to actually be able to wrestle the mm-hmm. fiend rather than just sort of hit him a bit and then go, oh, he's not being hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but we saw a, there was a promo later in the show, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Uh, I really hope just from this one that if the fiend's goal is to hurt Brian, mm-hmm. that he comes out of the match and just goes ham with offense. Instead of just standing there and taking all the hits, yeah. he he goes on the offense and just starts laying into Brian. I think that would be really... A, a nice change up there could be a, there could be a way like he just goes into it like you said and just beats up Daniel Bryan beats up Daniel Bryan but then there's like a mandible claw and Brian kind of manages to actually get out of it mm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, then it's the fiend getting frustrated rather than the babyface getting frustrated I think that'd be a much more kind that'd of be cool, yeah. a newer dynamic that we haven't seen before that mm. isn't just yeah the fiend just getting need 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 and standing up and, and kicking, standing up, kicking yeah, out everything exactly um, after that we got Fire and Desire backstage. Sonya mm, and Mandy. Back together. Back Mandy together has, again. Yeah. Sonya giving a rah-rah speech. Yeah. Uh, saying, you know, no, we're, 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 we're going we're gonna to do the thing. We're going to... We're, we're great. We're Fire and Desire. Right. And we're going to go and win some matches. Aren't we, Mandy? Yeah. And Mandy's, Mandy's like, yeah. getting ready, not really paying attention. Sonya goes, aren't we, Mandy? She goes, what? Sorry. Because she's so distracted Clearly from think, Otis. She's thinking about him, and she whips out her big package, <laughs> and uh, and she's got a box. Yeah, I just want to know what's inside now. Just like Eric Rowan's cage. Exactly. I want to know what's inside. Maybe, luckily, maybe there's a cake inside Eric Rowan's cage. Maybe there's a cake inside yes. Eric Rowan's cage. But speaking of which, there was a part. There was a bit about Eric Rowan's cage in the next segment. Yes, there was. There was uh, Elias in the ring. Does a song running down everyone in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. talking about. Lots of various different people, yeah. but in particular, spoke about Brock Lesnar a lot. He did spoke saying he that did spoke about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says, well, I don't have anything against you, Roman, but you're not going to win. Uh, who else isn't he like? Oh, Lots of people. Uh, Eric Rowan's cage is horrible, but it's not as bad as the Lashley Lana sex tape. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Brock. And he's saying Brock doesn't show up, mm-hmm. and he'll happily send Brock packing, all that stuff. So Elias is coming out at number two, right? And Brock is just going to annihilate him for that. I guess so. I think the next few weeks, Elias is still going to keep doing songs about Brock. 
Yeah. And then it will pay off with Elias coming out and Brock just killing yeah. him. A slow walk to the ring, playing his guitar, playing a song, mm-hmm. walks in, Brock straight over the top. Brock just kills him. Easy peasy. Yeah. Fun way to start the Rumble, as we as they proved last year with uh, Elias and Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's... It'll either be him or it'll be someone like Drake Maverick. That's a good who, one, yeah. Because just, just to be like... Just so Brock can have that power spot where yes. he could probably throw Drake Mavic back through the Titantron <laughs> from the ring uh, if he uh, really wanted to. Next up, we get the payoff to the special box that we saw earlier from Mandy oh, Rose. Uh, <laughs> Otis is backstage and he's looking all angry and upset. Mm. And then Tucker comes in and says, Oh, you've got to let it go, man. We've got, we've got, yeah. we've got stuff to focus on. Don't worry about it. You've got to focus up for the Royal Rumble. But then Mandy Rose comes in with the box. And uh, and she hands out the box says she's sorry for letting Ziggler step on her cake on his cake or whatever. Yeah. And she's made this for him as an apology. Yeah. It might she not be sorry. as good as his mum's. Yeah. But, I mean, I do not. I think. I mean, Sonya Deville's quite, quite clearly bored of this, and I mm. think Tucker's quite tired of this. Totally. I mean, actually, Pete, you could say that he's feeling tuckered out. Nope. She hands in the box. Uh, she says she's, she's sorry for all that stuff. Otis opens up the box, and it's an I'm sorry cake yeah. that's in there. And it had a little sad face drawn on it. I and once... Otis's face. Yeah. Let me finish. Otis's face. His facial expressions in general are so amazing. <laughs> when he opened the box, it was literally like... Yeah. It's just... <laughs> He's just so happy at seeing this cake. But before he can properly say anything, mm. Mandy just runs off to go have a match. I genuinely have once... You know Millie's cookies do those giant cookies? Yes. I once upset a f- female partner mm-hmm. and uh, maybe eight years ago now. And f- because I felt so bad, I got her a, a big cookie, which said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry on, it. on it. And it worked because we were 16 and that's what you need at that age. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the match that Mandy Rose is having, that came up next, and that was Alexa Bliss versus mm. Mandy Rose, which I think is a Vince Fever dream, oh, I want to yeah, say. Absolutely. Um, Alexa Bliss is super over. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, Doesn't have to do anything, was, but she's still super it over. It was classic. It, this was a perfectly average match. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss was running wild. Sonya ran some distraction. Uh, Mandy hit a nice running knee on Alexa Bliss from a distraction, which was a, a nice near fall. Uh, Alexa Bliss, though, looked like she was in control. She was firing back, and she mm-hmm. was firmly in control, looking like she was going to win. But what's this? Heavy machinery are here. Clonk, clank. Say what? Otis and Tucker come out holding the cake, and uh, because of that distraction, Alexa Bliss is kind of looking at the ramp. Uh, Mandy Rose rolls up Alexa Bliss and gets the win over Bliss. So Heavy Machinery inadvertently let Mandy Rose get the win. Mm. Uh, and Otis celebrates by eating the cake in the most Otis way possible. But it could have been the plan all along. But before the match, we saw that little, tiny little kind of side screen clip mm. of Nikki Cross and Alexa That's Bliss. That's right, yeah. Uh, and Nikki's like... Um, Don't do it. Ooh, Don't be Lorraine Kelly. We're going to win the Rumble. <laughs> or at least one of us is, and it's not going to affect our friendship. And then Alexa's like, yeah, of course. Well, as long as I win. And Nikki sort of, hmm. hmm. I don't think they're breaking up. No. But they are, it's a kind of like, I think one of them's going to throw Eliminate the other one the out. Other. Or they're going to try and they'll be like, ah, it's everyone for themselves. Got it's like that one bit where Roman Reigns eliminated Seth. Seth, 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 Seth is like, like oh, Roman. you got me. Yeah, now I don't get a match at WrestleMania. But poor, yeah. we're friends, so... 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my notes for this match were slap, 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 knee, slap, knees, roll up. Because Alexa Bliss's only move in this match was a slap. She did a, a cartwheelie knee thing, right? Or the knee, the jumping knees. Oh, that was that was thing. when I, I said. Oh, knees. that was the knees. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah. It good was, offense. It was fine. It went a bit longer than I was expecting. Um, it was good though. And it elongates it. this storyline, I yeah. guess. Uh, after that, we were supposed to have Lacey Evans versus Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. but Sasha didn't show up. Well, you don't kind of have two women's matches in a row, Pete. I know, crazy. Uh, Bailey appears on the Titantron, says that Sasha is in is in a real city. Mm. Boo! Yeah. Uh, she's in LA finishing her rap album, which apparently is actually a real thing. She's doing an actual yeah, no, rap I, album. I'm, for, I, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I won't listen to it, but I'm I mean, sure it's she fine. sang her old theme, so I'm sure she could maybe do some sort of musical thing. Perhaps. Was that one? Yeah, that's the one. I mean, she sang that, so I'm sure she's all right. Uh, Interesting line from Bailey, saying that the only reason I'm here is because I'm contractually obligated to to be here. She's tapping the title as she says that. So all champions (laughs) have to be at work, Brock Lesnar! Yeah, every week. Jesus. Um, Uh, But anyway, yeah, yeah, Bailey's like, the only reason I'm here is because I have to be. And Lacey's like, all right. And in response to Sasha not being there, the crowd chant... USA, because Honestly, Sasha's it is from the, Boston. It is <laughs> like the, what? It is the easiest chant to get going in I know. in uh, America. You just got to do it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I am America." I am in awe of the patriotism. I know. Same. Can you imagine if it was a British wrestler when UK? UK. No, and they're kind of going. Boom. We don't like it either. Yeah, we um, hate you. But uh, yeah, and then she would like. Salute and Salute stuff. Every so and, often. She's, and she's really actually playing off it. She is brilliantly really because, over. Because those crowds love their country and their armed forces. Yeah. Therefore, she's both. This works brilliantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she's like, uh, Why don't you come fat me in the ring? Oh, God, never <laughs> do that again. <laughs> uh, never, ever do that again. And Bailey's like, Jesus. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No. <laughs> Bailey doesn't sound like that. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And then uh, you're saying about you have a snot-nosed kid. And yeah. and then obviously Lacey's like, <gasps> what do you say about my child? You and just then, can't keep my daughter's name out of your mouth. Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. Uh, so she runs backstage to where Bailey was supposed to be because it says Bailey on the door. Um, and then Bailey's like, surprise! Bailey, yes, surprise! Can't say the next one. Mother Lacey. Yep. Actually and then works. and then they had a, a quick brawl where it was like Bailey just bashed Lacey's head into the wall a bit. Yeah. And then she turned around and was like, huh, got her. <laughs> and then Lacey kind of stood up and went, no, you haven't. Yeah. And then she kind of hit her a bit. And then the referee pulled her off. And then that was it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a nice diversion. So it feels a bit more like Lacey versus Bailey now yeah. rather than Lacey <laughs> versus Sasha. You, could, you would have been forgiven for forgetting that it's not Sasha who's the champion. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, uh, we then get a recap of the Fiend and Brian stuff from last week. And then Daniel Bryan is backstage with Kayla Braxton. Mm. And uh, Kayla mentions all the things that Firefly Funhouse Bray said earlier. And Brian, I thought, did a really nice job of breaking down each one of the points, saying that, uh, yeah, I, I remember everything that happened, so he doesn't need to remind me of that. And yeah, he's changed me. But what he doesn't like is that he's changed me for the better. Yeah. And then he says, oh, he wants me to hurt? Well, that's cool, because I know that I can beat him, and he knows that I know he can be beaten. Yeah. And then, interestingly, on the screen behind them, comes Rambling Rabbit out of nowhere from the Firefly Funhouse, and just goes, hey, 
Brian, you're right. The Fiend can be beaten. He is beatable. He has a secret. And the secret is... And then the Hurt Glove comes in, silences Ramblin' Rabbit, mm. and then it pans up to Bray Wyatt, who just goes, snitches get stitches. <laughs> Wink. Am I right, lads? Um... And then he says, let me in. Zooms in on his face. Zooms but on his face, I, let me in. I liked earlier from Brian was he said, yeah, I have no doubt he will hurt me, mm-hmm. but he won't break me, yes. which is the kind of this whole thing that The Fiend's been doing mm-hmm. to other people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm still really looking forward to this match. Yeah, I'm, I'm well pumped for that. And especially if there is some sort of weakness or vulnerability mm-hmm. or something that maybe it becomes apparent in the match what the weakness is, but Brian still doesn't win. Yeah. So it's like, but then future people who face the Fiend, if like Roman Reigns wins the Rumble, wants to challenge the Fiend at Mania, let's say, Brian can go to Reigns and be like, look, I know how you can beat him. Yeah. Here's how you do it. His soft I, underbelly. I, th- I think that is a solid story to tell. Yeah. And I think that that's, if, if that is what the Fiend is going to be, if it is the end of the Fiend mm. at WrestleMania, as the wacky, crazy prediction that Luke did, I think that is a really nice story. A one-year story from WrestleMania to WrestleMania started with his in-ring debut at SummerSlam leading all the way through to WrestleMania. That is a really, really good story. Yeah, with no blips. With no no mess-ups around October. There was none. None in October whatsoever. Um, But I think, yeah, that's a a really solid story. And if they can build off this weakness or secret or whatever it is, then that can build to further Fiend matches. Maybe not even this one, which I think is going to be great. Mm. Speaking of not so great, though, Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura was all right, I guess. It It, was a match. It was very Braun. It was him running at things and missing. Yep. Um, It's fine. Um, Yeah, there there just wasn't anything special about this match at all. We're getting this match at Royal Rumble, probably, Mm -hmm. again. Yep. you're sort of just waiting for the others to interfere. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of spots where you look like they were just going to get themselves DQ'd by hitting him with either a chair or a belt. Um, and, yeah, it was uh, pretty much it, really. Yeah. And then, yeah, Strowman kind of stops him from hitting the belt. Um, Nakamura gets hit with a power slam. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Strowman picks up the belt, holds it up. Sami Zayn, well, you can't even see my hand on there. Hold it up. Move in. I don't bite, you know. There you go. Now um, you're actually in shots. Well um, done. Yeah, he, he holds up the belt and Zam. Are you an amateur? This is your first time doing it. Yeah, and Sami Zayn um, <laughs> runs in, grabs the belt, runs off. So yeah, it's fine. It was another way. It was it was more of a kind of remember this is still happening. This feud. Yes. Than anything actually. Very uh, much just kind of a holding match. Yeah. Is what it is. Uh, I don't like champions being pinned, but it's Strowman, and he's probably going to beat Nakamura. You I don't mind would too think much. So. Strowman needs to win this because he's never had a single amount. Of, I'm say the amount of times he has had championship matches and just been screwed out of it mm-hmm. through DQs or Brock Lesnar, yeah, exactly, um, is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Then we got a the same Seamus promo we got the last few weeks. Oh God! Well, this one he actually mentioned Shorty G specifically yeah. because size which... does matter. That's almost it, but not quite. Size does matter. That's nope. It's getting worse. Um, I'm not really pumped for a Shorty G Sheamus feud. I was hoping it was going to be, I kicked a random person in the face, and now I'm going to go do this other feud. Yeah, doesn't matter. Pete, it looks it's, like it's what we're getting. 
Looks like we're getting Shorty G versus Sheamus, and that's mm. the feud. Don't want that. Bit no. disappointed with that. And especially because it's just, I'm big, you're small, ha, 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 which is every Shorty G feud we've ever seen, Yeah, which is just really boring, and I don't like it. Which is a shame, yes, because yeah. Sheamus is great. That was a rubbish joke. It was, which is why I quickly moved on. Mm. Um, Daniel Bryan's backstage after that, goes into the locker room, and there's like a little present waiting for him there on is. there. Goes up to it, opens it, and there's Ramblin' Rabbit in there with half his head missing. Lovely. Yeah. Because snitches get stitches, or in this you case, they just get die. decapitated, <laughs> you know. That's one it's of the not two. full decapitation. It's mild decapitation. Half decapitation. Yeah. Decap. It's much better. Half uh, decapitation. I reckon it's more like decapi. Anyway, uh, after that, we get onto the main event, which we spoke about before. Yeah. Uh, Usos vs. Corbin and Ziggler with Robert Roode returning. Um, overall, I thought this was a fine episode there was nothing particularly special about it i really enjoyed the fiend and brian stuff and i think the miz and morrison stuff is good yep. not not as good as last week but i still think it was good and still went in the right direction um otis is great but it's a really it's quite a minor part of the show mm-hmm. the women's title stuff is fine the nakamura Strowman stuff is what it is there's nothing wrong with it, though. Yeah, what I would say was there was nothing bad on the show. No, there was nothing bad about so, it. There was nothing that was you know particularly great either. I thought there no. was some stuff that was pretty good, but there was nothing like, oh, my God, that's awesome on that kind of level. So yeah. overall, I gave it a smack bang in the middle, a three out of five. As did I. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's uh, – I and I think most sort of – People will. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to assume anything, but I, I, I imagine people will sort of agree with that. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but if you didn't enjoy it, you didn't enjoy it. If you loved it, you loved it. Exactly. That's the brilliant th- thing th- about th- wrestling. <laughs> Thank you for stating the obvious there, mate. I forgot to do the community tab poll earlier, so we don't have one of those. But let's get into your Susu Super Chats and let's see what you guys thought. Mm. Uh, we've got one here from Joe Libro. Uh, said, Robert Roode looks like Triple H. He should grow his hair out and Triple H should make him like his 2009 self. They have got similar physiques. They do. Um, I think Robert is a bit shorter, mm-hmm. um, but they've, they're, they're both quite orange and yeah. they're both sort of quite a bit oily and they've, yeah. Yeah, so and they've got the, the similar kind of um, yeah, a similar physique. muscle tone so. for sure uh, we've got some general WWE related super chats now Heartland Outdoors said Reigns versus Corbin at SummerSlam for the Universal Championship end me no it lasts until SummerSlam when is SummerSlam because I'll go on holiday then if August yeah oh, it's like middle of August so uh, some yeah. time around my birthday Pete, you have to my cover this on one. your own yeah uh, we've got one here from Dan uh, <gasps> so you want to talk Edge <laughs> Have a guess what he's going to talk about. If he's talking about Edge, what's going to be the next logical thing that Dan will talk about? Uh, U2. Kurt Hawkins. Come on, man. Do you even know oh, Dan cool. at all? That's true. Uh, it was either going to be Kurt Hawkins or, or Goldust. That's true. Uh, so you want to talk Edge? Smart thing is to protect him in a nostalgia tag match. Watch what Ryder and Hawkins will be doing in the near future. Edge heads. No. My, my thought, he'll, he'll come in at 28, 29, and he'll be protected, and then he'll be... I don't even think he's going to come in that late. I think he's going to come in mid-rumble. There's going to be loads of people in the ring. So he can do like a spear or like two spears. And then he'll hit like an execution or something. And then someone can like safely dump him over the rope where there's some people to catch him or something or like that. Or he'll be hit with a safe move. And then he'll be able to just... In the, he'll be in the spot on the corner rope going... <sighs> that for a bit. Um, 
But uh, no, I, I actually think he's going to come in really late and then he will be in the final three. You reckon? And then he'll be knocked out, which therefore whoever knocks him out, I think it'll be the the person who isn't Roman Reigns will knock him out. So they'll get booed and mm-hmm. Roman Reigns will be like, hell no, nah! and throw him out for who that mm, is. Maybe. Um, so yeah. But not Edge heads. No. Tim Arndt said, Edge was the guy who got me into wrestling. And he retired five months after I found him. A return would be just fine with me, given that he's healthy. If he's healthy. If yeah, he's healthy. Absolutely. I'd be uh, loving it. But and he's got awesome entrance music, yeah. so that'll make me Brian Joyce, uh, who has done some of the, our videos and mm-hmm. is uh, on the website, has an Edge tattoo. Oh, that's you know cool. the big fire, like black hole sun thing Edge has got on his shoulder? He's sure. Got he's got the, the same, same one. one. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, Hi guys, been on vacation. Glad to see you all again. Love the Daniel Bryan and Wyatt footage for this episode. Love that Ramblin' Rabbit trying to help. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was a, it's a really intriguing story. It's something I'm looking forward to seeing more of. Absolutely. Uh, Matthew Robinson again said, Sorry, I know this is uh, Last Raw, but I did love how Street Profits made, made fun of the OC for being a teen drama show like you have made fun of before. That's true. Uh, the OC. When they're, they're... Do you even watch our shows? <laughs> when uh, Ollie and Luke, when the OC first got made, and they were saying California. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. The time. And they did that on Raw. That was pretty good. I popped for it. Matthew Robinson again says, uh, Do you think that for the Royal Rumble, Brock should put the title on the line as an easy way to possibly lose the title without being pinned and looking bad since he's coming out as number one? No, no. he's not doing that. He is going to hold the belt to WrestleMania. Yeah, and also there's no character motivation for him to put the title on the line unless he's forced to. Mm. I, I think he wants to get into the Rumble because he can, because he let, gets to beat up a lot of people. That's yeah. the character motivation for it anyways. Uh, Flame Inc. said, uh, thoughts on the rumoured Hogan versus Vince at WrestleMania? Never heard that rumour, so... I haven't heard that rumour. No. And also, that is no. possibly the worst idea I've heard <laughs> all year. No. <laughs> Just no. Can you imagine? No. no, I don't want to. Oh. No. Uh, Flaming throw again. Throw Ric Flair in there for a triple Yeah, threat. why not? Flaming again said, Am I the only one who sees Brian trying not to laugh or smile when Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse packages? I always see him giving a smirk when it starts. I have not noticed that. What was it? Sorry, sorry. So saying whenever the Firefly Funhouse package starts, Brian is always has like a little oh, okay. smile on his face, like he's smirking or smiling or something. I haven't noticed that, but if he does... Maybe he likes it. Maybe he's in on it. Maybe yeah. he is Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I haven't noticed that. Uh, then we've got some general wrestle talk related uh, super chats as well. Dan said, uh, <laughs> since the question is burning, where's Dave? We answered that last week as yeah. well. For now, he's not going to be doing SmackDown reviews. Not saying we're never going to use him again for anything else, but for now, he's not on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Benny Sato, Tomo's number one fan. Hashtag justice for Randy Andy Datsun. Randy Andy Datsun. Hello. Hello, Benny. Benny's one of my biggest fans. Oh, I know. He, uh, yeah, he's a very nice man. He's, I sometimes speak to him on Discord. So, hello, Benny. Uh, Pabby let Andy out of his cage. He's right here. Uh, it says, uh, I went on vacation because you guys didn't read my super chats for the weeks you weren't reading them. I have always read your super chats. I recognize your name all the time. Uh, it felt like my crush left my message unread. <laughs> We've literally been reading all your super chats. I can yeah. I can guarantee that one. Yeah. I would never leave your messages unread. No, exactly. And uh, Pavela Andy out of his cage, again, says, uh, Hey guys, watching Stone Cold interview on Hot Ones made me want uh, the cast of WrestleTalk to do the Hot Ones challenge. Please do it. Uh... Ollie would fail I would miserably. F- also, if you want to see something similar, you can go over to Screenstalker and watch our Super Hot Hot series, which is us playing Super Hot, but every time we die, we have to do a thing of hot sauce, and it's hilarious. So but go and watch that. The thing is, we remember that world hottest chocolate we had? Mm-hmm. Um, Ollie, was, Ollie didn't, didn't do well. Yes. But I did even worse. Yes. I 
genuinely cannot eat anything spicy. I, I, I really cannot do it. I mean, I, I'm glad. I'm so glad I wasn't playing that game with you because I don't think I You'd would have You'd die. Been. Oh, yeah. I would have yeah. died. I, my, I have a, a British and Swedish tongue, which isn't used to spice. Hey, British tongues are used to spice. Favourite dish is curry, mate. I don't know. Yeah, but I have a chicken tikka masala. Yeah, I, I guess know. it technically counts. Uh, Matthew Robinson again said, Pete, you are great. Hashtag Matt the Real Boss Robinson. Thank you very much. He is great. Uh, Pavi let Andy out of his cage. Why did you just compliment me? What do you want? <laughs> Pavi let Andy out of his cage again said, Andy, they let you out of your cage. Do yes. more puns. Uh, uh, no, right no, oh, Give me a sec. <laughs> Flame Inc. says, Andy, stop trying to be punny. You You're go. pun believable. Uh, see, that doesn't mean he wants me to stop because he's done another because pun. Because he's done now. another pun. Exactly. Don't worry, there'll be one a week. <laughs> yeah, one a week. Often, I often finish my SmackDown review and Pete looks over, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> mumbling to myself, trying to think of the worst one possible. So, yeah. Uh, Matthew Robinson again said, are you guys doing a fan get-together soon? Uh, not that I know of, but tonight, speaking of, Eve, Wrestle Queendom 3. I'm going to be there. Ollie's going to be there. Laurie's going to be there. You're not. Luke isn't. But if you want to come say hi, if you're there, come say hi. We'll be there. Wrestle Queendom, it's cool. Go to Pro Wrestling Eve. It's uh, uh, the Great Portland Street, 229 The Venue. Mm. Be, be there tonight if you're going. Um, Benny Sato, hashtag justice served, for, justice served for Randy Andy Datsun, says, money for Andy Datsun impressions. Uh, you're doing an awesome job too, Pete. Uh, no, but the next one. Thanks, but never do impressions ever again. But the next super chat, Pete. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty hurt. William Buna said Buena. more. Buena? Buna said, more Pete ad-libs, less Randy. Pete, oh. Pete, get a new friend. So, what are my ad-libs? I mean, this whole show's ad-libbed. It's not scripted. So what are, what, yeah. what are my ad-libs? What do you mean by ad-libs? I'll do more of them. I just don't know what they are. It's the first anti-me super chat I've had, and I don't know how to cope with it. I've had plenty. Well, <laughs> I love you. You're not special. I love you, William Buena. I thought we had a connection, <laughs> but... I mean, if, if you really don't like me, then I'll just... Leave. I'll just leave forever. I'll just do a solo show, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no one wants that. Uh, and we got some last-minute Super Chats here that just come in as we started. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, uh, Otis Mandy storyline is the best part of the show. It's good. Yeah. It's fun. And it's, it's there. Funny. I'd say Mrs. Br- Ms. and Brian yeah. is better. But I mean, it's still me. a wrestling show. I would like more wrestling. Um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good sideline. Jesse Venable said, uh, weather knocked out my TV. Thanks for your reviews. Oh. No problem. We do our best. Stupid weather. Editor review should be going up later today. Hopefully not too long after this uh, episode finishes. Flame Inc. said, Pete, sent you a link about Hogan wanting the match. Hogan wanting the match is not the same as a rumor of Hogan. I think Vince. also it's... Ho- everyone wants a match. I also think it's Hogan says he wants a match and he's been talking to Vince about it I don't think that's necessarily him right. wanting a match with Vince Hogan versus Vince yeah 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 because that I don't think Vince wants a even match even Hogan <laughs> wouldn't want that yeah maybe uh, we got a couple more actually quick ones uh, Andrew Harris said do your Lacey impression Andy don't hashtag MVP Datsun don't do it uh, that- he's paid money don't do it no right I won't pay mm-hmm. Now you just sound like Marge from The Simpsons. Homer! Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, King Rasta, a.k.a. Kyrie Sane's current boyfriend. I don't think so, somehow. He might be. You never know. I mean, he's claimed it. He's claimed it, yeah. Uh, Love you guys. Support WrestleTalk. Do that. WrestleTalk. WrestleTalkMerch.com. Get some t-shirts like these ones. They're great. 
Uh, Andrew Kamal said, uh, New Year wishes to you guys. I know I am pretty late, but I was on vacation. Well, welcome back. Yes. And thank you, you for your wishes. I've had a nice time. Happy Hanukkah. Wow, what a return. What a return. On Smackdown, that yep, was. The show has definitely happened. Mm. Mm. I just can't believe that thing you said in the yeah, last segment. I it know. Was... It was so funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Hilarious. I mean, and that joke I told. All the comments love me. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. All the comments love me, apart from one person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't act- actively say they don't like me. They just say they miss Dave, which we all miss Dave. We all miss Dave. He's great. Um, Except I don't miss Dave because I still get to see him. That's <laughs> true. I don't get to see Dave. I've, I've met Dave once and you I have. had him for Secret Santa and he wasn't <laughs> here. So Laurie got my present and crapped all over it. He did, didn't he? Um, Ollie crapped all over mine, in fairness. I know, but mine was actually a good present it for the person It was a very intended. good present. I'm, it was a very good present. I always want present. you to steal it and give it to Dave. Where is it? I don't know because I might do that. I think Laurie might have it somewhere. But if or, you can yeah, find it, maybe. then steal it for Dave because it was... It wasn't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence went, this is a black mug. He's like, no, it's not just a black mug. If you put water in it. And I know he has put water in it because I saw there no, was a remnant of it's, coffee. It was the Guinness. Was it still Guinness? Yeah, from the Christmas special. So he still hasn't used it. No. Right. Well, well yeah, steal it. Give it to Dave and might, say, yeah. this is from Randy. Yeah, I might do that. But also probably not. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something and I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. What are you doing the rest of the weekend, Pete? I'm playing D&D. Yeah? I'm actually watching... NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. I might watch that. It starts at 8pm on a Sunday. That is fine. And I've got Monday off from work, so... 8pm? Why not? starts at 8pm, yeah. I saw that it started at like half four. I saw it started at eight. Well, we better check that. <laughs> Let's check that real quick. NXT I'll, uh, UK TakeOver I'll Blackpool. I'll fill for time. You fill for time. Yeah, it's got Tyler Bate against... Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Yep. Walter versus one of the Coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, Cappuccino. roast, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray versus Viper versus Tony Storm. Um, and if you're a patron and you haven't put in your predictions yet, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk to find forms not only for NXT UK take over Blackpool 2, but also Impact Hard to Kill. Um, I don't know where I got my information from. Mm. Pre show starts at 4 30, yes, main show okay. starts at 5. Because that is what I have told Liam to cover. I the, I looked it up and it said NXT UK Takeover Blackpool 2, 8 p.m. start. Maybe you were looking at the Greek or Turkish one. Yep, that's because exactly then it what it is. It would have started at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I think that's three hours ahead. I don't I have no idea, mate. Um, I couldn't tell you. But uh, yeah, no, so that starts at like five for some reason. I don't know. I, yeah. guess, I guess it's easy for Americans to watch. I mean, no, that's like, it's that's easier like for us to watch. It is easy for us to watch, but uh, yeah, nice for watching that. And then, um, unfortunately, the thing with Impact is that they always put their shows on even later than WWE do. And so, really, it's, I think I think it starts at midnight. Oh Jesus! Um, so, I mean, that's earlier than WWE. No, WWE starts at eleven. It's either, it, well, like Raw and SmackDown start at one. That's true. And then pay per views. Depending on the length of the pre-show, yeah. they normally start at midnight. But uh, we but will. Then, well, yeah. either way, we'll be covering it on WrestleTalk.com. So uh, yeah, if you, if you want to follow it, if you can't have, you don't have access to it live, then you can follow the live results. It's got some very interesting matches, including a moose versus a rhino, mm. and uh, Tessa Blanchard, a moose versus yeah. a rhino. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard going up against Sammy Callahan mm-hmm. in an intergender match for the yes. Impact World Championship, the newly 
red Impact World Championship. It was yeah. blue, but now it's red. So that'll That's be like very the Universal Championship, but in reverse. Uh, whether she wins um, that. But before we get to all of that, I'm playing D&D on Sunday, and I'm very, mm. very excited for it. This should be, should be really, really good. Are you are you Dungeon Master in this no, one? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a player. I'm a player okay. in this one uh, with my my, my, my my good buddy. I'm a halfling rogue, yes. Uh, I'm super pumped for it. Just looked at the camera and nodded there. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> that camera that we're not using for yes. the audio portion of this content. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super pumped for that. It should be really, really great. Uh, and then on Monday, uh, I'm going to start planning my gym plan because I'm going back to the gym. <gasps> I know. New year, new you. Mm, sort of. It just happily coincides that this is the time for me to go back. Uh, going back to the gym, I've already started having better food apart from like those crisps the lunch I had today. <laughs> Shut up. Every other day this week, I've been. I mean, really, my really lunch good. was biscuits and a hot chocolate. It was, yeah. I will which, be getting something else after this. Yeah, um, but biscuits and hot chocolate for now. Yeah, no, um, I need to. I need to eat more food. <laughs> just, just in general. I need to eat more yeah. food and better food because I eat a lot of food, but it's none of it has any nutritional value. No, because you eat gummy worms. And biscuits and hot chocolate. They were vegetarian gummy worms, so they're probably, they they're, still they're have probably no made of value. asparagus. And they have absolutely no nutritional value. No, but they are from Marks and Spencer, and they are very nice. They are good. Have you ever had a Colin? The caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Colin. Have you ever, have you had a, have you ever had a Colin? <laughs> or, a, or a Brad. <laughs> um, no, I haven't had a Colin British before. people, if you've ever had a Colin the caterpillar from... Uh, Mark Spencer, I promise you they are better than Percy the Pigs. I couldn't tell you what any of those things oh, are. Oh, mate, Percy the Pigs. That's because you've lived in Newcastle for so long. I lived in Newcastle for like a year and Pound a bit. Poundland Suites. A bit, a year and a bit. Maybe mm. two years I was up in Newcastle. And what, what was the biggest thing you did whilst you were up there? Sleep. Did you get engaged when you were up there? Yeah, but not in Newcastle. You got engaged! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pete. That is fantastic news. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm very proud you of you. Suck. You it, suck. I've been, uh, I'm, I'm currently in the midst of planning my one year anniversary date. Uh, with Has mine. it really been a year? It's, it's been just, it's been just under 11 months. So I'm kind of oh, just, geez. I like to plan oh, yeah, in advance. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it was just about when I started working here mm. was when you started dating. Our first, yeah. The first message I sent her was uh, the 13th of February. So it was like the night before Valentine's Day. So I was probably mm. feeling a bit sorry for myself because it was like totally. the fifth year in a row that I've been like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really care about Valentine's Day, but there's something about the eve of Valentine's Day and not having plans makes you go, oh man, I'm lonely. Yeah, it, um, it's literally because everyone else in society is going, I'm so happy, go. I'm in a couple. <laughs> exactly. I always like yeah, that really tweet sucks. everyone puts out saying, hey, don't worry, no one else loves you any other day of the year. Either. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I, mean, I think true. it was just a coincidence that we both had gone. Oh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Let's go on this app. Mm. Um, very good app, by the way. Hinge. Not not, not a sponsor, um, but it's. I just I've find, seen adverts. For, I just find you meet. I just find there's a higher class of person <laughs> than on Tinder, um, or Bumble. Bumble's a bit better than Tinder. I, in Jeez. my hierarchy is Tinder. Okay. Bumble. I'm gonna stop you right there. Hinge. You're going from bottom to top, by the way, just for reference. For yeah, non, yeah from non, bottom from, top. For, you know, and then listeners having a good enough personality to meet someone in real life, which I don't have. <laughs> so, hmm. not going to comment on the fact you were just ranking dating apps. Bit mm-hmm. weird, but sure, we'll move past that. Hey, I was single for several years. I you used, were. I used them all. I bet you did to, to varying levels of success. <laughs> but, but and by which I mean zero. 
and then minus one, and then a hundred for yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She is. She's. A, she is a hundred. You know. Yeah. She's a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> she, she's not. <laughs> she, she's not listening. Um, she will not listen to this. No, she's definitely not listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's just. Uh, it's almost a year now. So. Um, I mean, that. she's not listening. So I, no. I'm, I'm thinking of trying to sort of recreate. I'm going to message her and tell her to listen like, to this. Recreate one. our first date, perhaps, Aww, but like that make it, cute. but make it slightly more special. Better. Yeah. Because look, when last time she had just come back from visiting her family, mm-hmm. and so she was incredibly tired. Yeah. Um, which is probably why I seemed a bit more bearable than usual because she was just totally. kind of half asleep the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we went to the dra- uh, drafts. The oh, uh, yeah. video, the yeah, board, board game. Yeah, right. I remember now. The board game cafe, and I resoundly destroyed her at every single board game <laughs> we played because I just took advantage of the fact that she was so tired. Hey, you can't show weakness that I early thought, on. I thought for a second that you were just going to say I resoundly destroyed her. No. Full stop. Uh, no, and no, that's, that was, that's something completely different. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that either. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember any of the games we played. No. Um, but yeah, and then I remember we sort of walked back to to the to the station. I remember being very. I'm 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 not the I'm not a particularly uh, kind of forward person, mm-hmm. and so I, I was I could tell that we were both standing there going, right? How does this date end? Because the date's mm-hmm. gone very well. Mm-hmm. What what? How do we say goodbye? Yeah, that's always been the thing with me. Like, do you go in for a kiss? Because if they don't want to kiss, then that's incredibly awkward way yep. to finish. Yep, yep, yep. Because then sex I've definitely had it where, yeah, mm-hmm. I've definitely had it where I've gone in and they've just mm-hmm. gone, whoop, cheek first. And I've yeah. gone, hug, sort of try and disguise mm-hmm. the fact that I always hug with my mouth out, <laughs> for, like going forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in this one, I was like, I'm going to be safe, go for the nice, like slightly longer than average hug. Because mm-hmm. like with a friend, you just hug two seconds, maybe. I feel like you've overthought it a little bit. Oh, I overthink everything. Yeah, I know you do. Um... And so I went. It was probably like a five-second hug, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Bye," because we were going different directions on the on the, at the same platform on the same train station. Right. But then we had the awkward moment of we both walked up to our platform, and then we were just standing there, oh and looking no. at each other like, "Hi." <laughs> so to to ease it, I just kind of texted her saying, "All right." <laughs> That was fun. That was... <laughs> and then luckily her very train came up 30, 30 seconds later. Because it wasn't like, oh, oh, no, I don't want to look at you anymore. But it was kind of like, yeah. bye. Oh, but actually not bye. But I actually had the bye. same moment with Ollie last night. Yeah. Because we left the pub uh, at the same time. <clears throat> right. I was about 20 minutes, but 20 minutes, 20 meters behind him the whole walk to the station. <laughs> but he had his headphones in and I kept sort of... And I realized that halfway through that he did because I kept shouting his name and he just was like, oh, he doesn't like me very much. Yeah. So I sent him a text saying, oh, you look really nice from the back. But then I saw him put away his phone just as I sent that. <laughs> so then I had to extend him like three more texts saying, oh, by the way, I have been walking behind you this whole time, not just being weird. <laughs> and then he was tapping in his like card uh-huh. to say that he'd arrived at the station. Yeah. And I went, hi. And he still had his headphones in. He didn't hear that either. So he just looked like he ignored me, walked up. And then he saw his phone. And then we had the moment where we kind of waved at each other for a bit. But then he recognised that it was awkward, so he then turned around and just started looking at somewhere else. Amazing, great story. And that's my story. And but also, I was talking about D and D way ago <laughs> before I got cut off by. And you were saying that I talk whatever, about this. whatever else we started talking about. I might actually be launching a D and D podcast. Whoa! I know. How crazy is that? Going to plug that one. I'm. Not, I do you want me to be on? We it? don't. No, absolutely not. We don't even have a name. 
Lusty McSwallow. That it's, was the name of my... Uh, that was the name of your D&D character yeah, that we, you made that one time. I made that one time, and then I realized, oh, my brain does not work in this way. No. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I, I might be launching that sometime soon. To do it, you should I don't know start when. a new D&D campaign with The Office. No. no. And I mean, I'd like to, mm. but also no. Oh. So I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we have enough time no. to do that. Um, and especially, I don't think people are going to want to stay late after work to no. do it. No, I want st- I've, I've keep wanting to start a Harry Potter podcast, but it's kind of like, mm. what, what is there that hasn't been done? Yeah. What is there that hasn't been done to death so that I could put another spin on it? Yeah. Um, so, Andy, so you just com if you've got any ideas. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah. we should probably stop talking about stuff and actually yes, we're leave, three minutes. Leave, leave people four minutes and actually leave people to go and do anything it's else with their lives. So thanks very much for listening to this awful podcast. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back soon on Tuesday. We've got the Raw Review, back to the normal schedule, AWNXT, SmackDown, all that good stuff. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. And we'll see you soon. I love you all. Goodbye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.